1: I liked it up until the thing at the end.
0: Oh, God, I'm delirious. <laughs> How you guys doing? We've got a fun show this week. Should I tell them? Yeah, tell them, tell All right, them. well, first we're going to start off a little bit of hot goss, a little bit of parenting. We're going to talk about Little Nas X and all that controversy. And guys, we pissed some of you off. We did piss some of you On our Instagram account. And I'm amazed by it. But I feel like I can't just leave it. I feel like we need to
1: talk about it. Yeah, and we're going to talk about some other influencers. Spencer-style parenting things as well, yeah. not just little Nas. Oh, yeah, but, but like, mostly that. <laughs> Gary. And we're going to be doing a brand new segment called Old People Don't Know Shit, a new segment where we, the old people, ask questions to younger people to get the answers so we don't look like Who assholes. Who do know shit.
0: And then, as always, we have hashtag swag bag,
1: but up next, the tits and the shits. Carrie, you have a lot. You want to start off? Okay, so first I would just like to say that I'm very tired. My child got me up at 4 a.m. and would not go back to sleep. And then my dog started fucking acting weird, too, like wanting to go outside, going to the bathroom, then wanting to go outside five minutes later and just like laying down on the ground and then like pawing to get in Luna's room. It's just the whole thing is very weird. He's shaking all day today. Oh. I'm over everyone needing me. I'm done. <sighs> It's crazy because I just got back from being away from my family. You would think it would have lasted a little while. I
0: really, I, yes, I hate that feeling where you're just like, everyone stop fucking needing me, please. Let me live my life just a little bit.
1: That's the first part. I also, I guess, I don't know if this is tits or shits. It's just really fucking hysterical. So me and my girlfriend went away for a little bit for just a couple days away from the kids and the husbands. The minute we got off the plane, that's right, we took a plane, I was... Masked face shield and fully vaccinated. Go ahead. Come at me. Whatever. Anyway, I get off the plane and I get in an Uber or I call an Uber and I'm standing waiting for the Uber. I notice that I think I see my Uber and I see another person getting into it. So I tell my friend, Hey, just wait here for a second. I go over. I like hover to wait to see if he says anything. I wait till the driver puts his trunk down so I can see his license number. And finally I go, Hey, I think you're in my Uber and the guy getting in the Uber says nothing. And I said, hey, fucker, I think you're in my Uber. He doesn't say anything. I was like, get the fuck out of my mother fucking Uber. I can't wait for the part where this is not your Uber. And No, oh, it is. Yeah. And then Valerie, who just is like further down the lock, she's like, I knew it was serious. So I started to come with the baggage. The man still is ignoring me. And finally, the driver's like, are you Carrie? And I go, yeah. He goes, when I said, are you Carrie? He said, Yes. <gasps> And I was like, he's trying to steal my Uber. So I start taking his bags out. The guy is still not making contact with me. The driver is like, dude, you got to get out of this Uber. You were just trying to steal her Uber. It's not cool. And also you get charged. I know. And then another guy was like, Matthew, is that you? I'm your Uber. It's like, Matthew, get the fuck out of my Uber. So we get in the Uber. My friend Valerie's like, it did not even take you three seconds after getting off the plane to unleash your rage. <laughs> I love this about you. She's like, you went. They knew they fucked with the wrong person, some five foot girl from New New York is like, get the motherfucker, I'm a fucking woman. She's like, you screamed it. I was like, well, the rage has got to come out at some point. And it just came out on him right away. She well was. Well deserved, honestly. Dying. I know. I think he just didn't know who he was messing with. I was just like, yeah, right, motherfucker. Anyway. That's shady to get in someone else's Uber. I think that was my tits. Oh. I think.
0: Okay. Well then, that what a great vacation you had.
1: <laughs> just because it was just so funny. But anyway, we had a good vacation. So that's also my tits. And I guess the shits is I'm back. I'm back and Luna's re- being really disobeying me and also just randomly got up at four in the morning and now I'm tired. Hmm. That's really it, I think. That's, how about good. you? Um,
0: I came back yesterday. We went to Pleasantville. For the weekend, Delaware, my in-laws. It was nice. We had a nice time as always. Um, You know, it's just always nice to hand over the reins of parenting to somebody else for a little while. Oh, so nice. It was the best. My best friend is in town, which makes me so happy. My friend Zach, who is like, I I was like trying to explain to Sebastian what it is when you're an only child, what it is to make friends your siblings because it's something he's going to have to learn how to do. He's actually like totally... Infatuated with Zach, and it was just like really good. He slept over, so I haven't seen him in over a year. Usually, we see each other every few months, and I haven't seen him because he lives in LA for over a year now. We're both totally vaccinated. His boyfriend lives in New York, so he came, you know, to spend time with him. His dog just died, so you know, it allowed him a little more freedom. It was really nice. He slept over. I made mussels and French fries. Damn, girl, you really liked. Yeah, it up. we drank. Drink too much wine. <laughs> I don't know. I got so toasted at one point that I started drinking LaCroix and I just started pouring it on my ruggable. <laughs> and Matt and Zach were like, What are you doing? And I was like, Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's a machine washable rug. And I just like kept doing it. <laughs> That's the commercial that ruggable that needs. That is the really. commercial ruggable needs. Let's pitch that. I don't know what her name is, but my drunk alternate personality or whatever what's it's trashly yeah trashly like definitely came out and I had no control over her like usually I'll watch like a reality show where someone gets like wicked drunk you know and I don't mean wicked in the Boston way I mean like wicked drunk like they just want to do bad shit with their friends kind of drunk and they have no control over this other persona that comes about I've never understood that but it was like after a year of like not really having one of these nights with my friends even though you and I have had like some of those nights we haven't really had a night it's like she came out full blast and she was fucking down a party like oh she was so evil she poured look I know. on a
1: washable uh, I'm, so oh. I'm so
0: bad i'm oh, so um, bad but like i pulled my tits out at one point and was just like <laughs> shaking them for his boyfriend on facetime i don't know what came over me but There was no control. And you know what? I have zero regrets about it. I had a great time. And then this weekend, we're going to go up to my parents' RV and uh, Zach's going to take some pictures of the store for me to use for social media because he's a photographer and uh, we're going to make a little thing out of it. That's our thing. We go camping. So we've always gone camping in Joshua Tree and in Malibu and uh, Big Sur and this time we're doing East Coast camping
1: in an RV. So I'm excited. It should be fun. I'm glad you have him for that because I'm not a huge camper, although I do think an RV would be I'm also not not a huge camper, but
0: with him, firstly, I hope Matt's not listening listening to this, Zach is the only person in my life other than my mother that I feel like has my, and I guess you too are actually a part of this, but not to the fullest extent and I'll explain why, that is there, that is truly a ride or die and I can absolutely trust if I, not that I ever would, but if for some reason I got into like a physical altercation, my mother and Zach would fucking plummet somebody, like destroy them. Uh, where, Where Matt would be like, I gotta think about it. Like Ashley, maybe calm down down. Zach and my mom would be like, let's fucking roll. (laughs) And why not me? Uh, I don't trust you have the anger strength to actually destroy somebody. I feel like you are emotionally there. You would have my back. You would scream. But like somebody would take us out. I would definitely make sure that you're totally. But somebody would like take you and I out like no one's taking out either of them. They are like, Fucking
1: gonna decapitate someone or something. Guys, just so you know, that's what we look for in a friend. Can you decapitate someone? You know, they've like real rage in their hearts. <laughs> That's how Valerie is. Like she will shit. Yes, somebody. exactly. I think, I think only under like minimal provocation,
0: actually. Yes. <laughs> like I remember one day we were walking down Sunset. Oh no, Melrose. We were on Melrose in LA. And this old man, I was like, you know, typical New Yorker trying to cross the street, like not standing on the corner, looking to see if I can cross before the light turns. And this old man who could like barely see over his steering wheel almost ran my foot over. And Zach started like punching his car window. And I was like, it's okay, he's old. <laughs> (laughs) He's old. Uh, (laughs) He didn't actually run me over. It's okay. So yeah, it's nice to, it just feels very comforting and safe and nice. I know after that story, that sounds like different reasons, but whatever. Not to me. Not to me. That sounds comforting
1: and safe to me, actually.
0: My shits are. I like cut a chunk of my top knuckle right before my fingertip off but it's hanging on by a piece of skin. It like keeps almost reattaching and then I'll take a shower and it gets wet and it like moves it's just, it's really bad. Like it got to the point where I called my mom and I was showed it to her on FaceTime and I was like, do I need to go to the hospital? Because I'd really like to not. That's like the time
1: I mandolined the entire tip of my yes, finger Yes, that's off.
0: exactly what happened. I was making potatoes gratin for Easter <sighs> and I was taking the attachment out of the food processor and it my knuckle just went. Yeah. So it's, I guess it's a pretty good shit. I didn't actually lose it. Yeah. That's good. That's good. uh, Yeah. You know, life is okay. LaCroix on my carpet. Fine. High lows. High High lows. Um, should we get right to it? Let's get right to it. All (laughs) right. Little Nas X came out with a new song called Montero. It's a really fun song. You know Little Nas X, Old Town Road Guy. It's a fun song. In the video, he pole dances his way to hell, where he then proceeds to give Satan a lap dance. I personally see nothing wrong with it. I think it's a I think it's hysterical. a fucking cool video. I love the statement. Like, all you people wanna get, you know, this is a guy who is very open with his struggle about being gay and kind of like being black and being being black, being gay, (laughs) having a hard time, like being his true self, not only in fame, just in his everyday life, which I'm sure, you know, this is not a battle you or I have had to deal with, but I'm sure many, many people have to deal with these feelings. And this was his, as an artist, his way of kind of conceptualizing it, visualizing it. And it's just fucking a great song and a good time. And he also evidently is, has a shoe, that has a vial of blood yes, in it a Nike shoe and a lot of people are very upset. I'm assuming mostly for um gay reasons, the lap dance, pole dance aspect and then a lot of people for the religious implications. I'm Jewish. We don't have hell, so like this is all just like a silly thing to me to begin with. So I you know, it's hard for me to really
1: understand this. Basically, I'm offended that lap dancing will get you to hell.
0: That that's the most offensive I mean, thing. then about like this video see for you minute. there, bitch. Exactly. Not that I I've really, I really haven't given lap dances. I'm not an overtly sexual, sexy person, but I'm sure I've done all kinds of whorish things that will get me there. Parents are upset because, you know, Old Town Road was kind of a more family friendly song. Little Nas X wrote uh, a kid's book. He was visiting elementary schools, and now he's had a rebirth in his image like every fucking musical artist before him that has had a long career such as Madonna, Cher, Miley Cyrus, Britney Spears, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Justin Timberlake. Let's name some males. Like, uh, Harry Styles went from, like, one direction to pansexual... All the directions. Yes, gender fluid. Elvis.
1: Elvis went through it.
0: This is something that has been happening forever, but because of this, because at one point he was family friendly and now he is doing this, people are up in arms. So, we posted something because I can't really tell if this comes from QAnon or not, but I really feel like this whole, you know, QAnon, their whole like, and I'm not, I'm not saying anyone who fought back with us on Instagram is QAnon before anyone gets all in a tizzy because I wouldn't insult you like that. Uh, Essentially their whole thing, their whole Apple box is protecting the kids, right? Like that's, that's the whole thing behind QAnon is the powerful people and politics who are stealing our children and their blood and making their blood into this thing that makes them live longer or some I don't know some nonsense hiding them pizza stores yes right. Hillary Clinton like all kinds of crazy I love this voice th- of yours. this is, this is, is my QAnon voice uh this is my conspiracy theory voice anyway So somebody said, this tweet that we posted, Mint Chip at Mint Chip Music says, the system is targeting kids. Lil Nas X's fan base is mostly children that did the same thing with Miley Cyrus after Hannah Montana. Lil Nas X responded, there was no system involved. I made the decision to create the music video. I am an adult. I am not gonna spend my entire career trying to cater to your children. That is your job. And we, I posted this on on Instagram without discussing it with you, but I, I just knew that you weren't gonna have an issue with it. Agree. This is an artist. He is allowed to do whatever he wants. And it is not his job to worry about what role model he is to children. It's obscene to me. The entire concept that anyone else, you as a parent, it is your job. If you don't like it, then don't let your kids see it. Or why don't you parent your child to know the difference between entertainment and reality? Right. This is my argument with Matt when he says like, don't curse in front of Sebastian. I don't like it. And I'm like, no, my job as a parent is I'm not going to pretend that something that happens out in the world isn't happening. What I'm going to do is teach him what's appropriate for him to do and what is not. That's all I can do. Also, evidently, did the parents not have a problem when he was a gay cowboy? Right! Like, what is the difference? Not that there's anything wrong with gay cowboys, but we got comments from people that said, and I'm not going to name names, although it's very easy to look up, because really, I don't want to shame anybody who commented. You know, part of parenting is you can have an open dialogue. We have different opinions. But somebody said he blatantly said his target audience is little kids. Somebody else said he said in an article in January his target audience was kids had performed at elementary school has been on Sesame Street with Elmo now dancing on Satan and
1: selling blood shoes. I mean listen Frank Sinatra was on Sesame Street and he was a mafioso who beat his all of his wives. And is also like rumored to like sexually assault women
0: including Marilyn Monroe. So. Right. I just think having this fantasy of what public figures should be in our head and expecting the burden of that putting the burden of that on them in regards to our children is wrong and we don't do that in any other way like porn exists pornography exists it's not mainstream it is but it isn't parents know to not show their children that i'm not comparing what he did to pornography but i'm saying like that is something cut and dry we all know like we don't want our children to see that's why there's ratings on movies just use your judgment
1: Am I wrong? Also, like, there's been so many kids songs in the lexicon that are horribly inappropriate. Like, is it, was it Santa Baby or one of the Christmas songs? Oh, yeah, Baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. She's, it's basically non-consensual, whatever. It's very rapey. (laughs) Right, it's super rapey. How about
0: Dr. Seuss
1: books? How about the fact that the, and Curious
0: George, I know people aren't going to like this, but how about the fact that there has been, like, traces of racism through all of that? Everyone's just like, meh, turns the blind eye, and then when it comes in now everyone's all up in arms that Dr. Seuss books are no longer available for children
1: because of the racism. We pick a lane, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Also, entertainment has always been entertainment. Like, yes, it just always has been. Entertainment, like what about like three of the Power Rangers have committed murder? like is that true? I'm just gonna be like, yeah, at least like the original ones, or like any of because the, there's been multiple Power Rangers at this point. Any? any wow, I didn't of know the that. like Dragon Ball Z one. Power Rangers, Dragon Ball Z. That's not a different thing. I don't know. One <laughs> of the Power Rangers from the later things committed murder. You know, come on. Yeah. I don't know. Like when Madonna did like a virgin and there was Black Jesus and she was making out with him. I was Catholic at the time. I was like, cool, cool, cool. This is an Amazing video and an amazing song. It's art. That's what it is. And you know what? He doesn't give a shit about what you think. Because no, in the way of the artist is no publicity is bad publicity. He probably knew that this was going to be up of in arms and it's going to sell his
0: product even more. Which is, I think, what people are upset about is that, like, in a way, he did play the system because he knew people would be upset. But you know, on a daily basis, you're going to upset people with your own personal life decisions, right? And we're not. And I'm not talking about. Us as a podcast, I'm not talking about just us as human beings. We all know we have daily decisions we have to make that is like, do I do what's best for me and is going to feed my soul, make me money, catapult my career in some way? Or do I do the thing that pleases other people? And each and every single one of us on a daily basis has to make this decision.
1: Why is this different? Yeah, just, you know, worry about your kids, monitor what they listen to. I'm sure they're listening to far worse and watching far worse, frankly. Do you remember the Beaver? and Butthead thing when I was
0: little. You were little too. A kid like shoved a pencil in his eyeball because and blamed it on Beavis and Butthead and all the parents were like Beavis and Butthead shouldn't be allowed on TV anymore. I remember being a little kid and being like I know not to shove a pencil in my eyeball. <laughs> like no one's gonna tell me to do it because I just don't want to do that. I know not to do it. I don't understand.
1: People are precious with their kids and everything is offensive to them but pick your battles. There are so much worse happening in yes. the world that you You're going to pick on some artist, Little Nas, who's barely an adult himself and is, you know, catapulted into stardom with all of its traps. And trappings, you know? Like, are you going to really pick your battle there?
0: Why don't we just take that energy and funnel it towards, like, banning assault rifles? Because that actually does put our children in danger. Or global warming. A global warming, yes! Creating a planet that your kid can actually survive And we can eventually. continue to have this debate on that planet. I will happily continue to have this debate on a planet that continues to exist in a way that we can live on it. Also, hello, freedom. Yeah, Yeah. And power of choice. That's the hypocrisy behind the whole freedom debate that has been happening for so long, right? Certain parties want freedom, 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 but at the same time, they want to monitor freedom. right? (laughs) And both, we see it as- And free speech. Right. And both sides see the hypocrisy on both sides.
1: So- Listen, I don't like QAnon, but I respect the right to free speech. Yeah, me too. Next up, we've got old people don't know shit with Anonymous Youth A. Anonymous youth the youths Anonymous Youth A. We're going to have some different youths on, but today it's me and Anonymous Youth. And they won't always be anonymous, but... Anonymous young person, how old are you?
2: I'm 12. Anonymous young person you are 12 and where do you reside? I live in Pittsburgh, PA. Is it cool there? It's actually kind of sunny right now but it's been cold. Got it. I meant like cool like cool dude. Oh, (laughs) sure. I have some questions.
1: Now I've heard of this person named Dojo Cat. Oh. Doja Cat? Dojo Cat? She won some Grammys or performed at the Grammys and I watched her performance. I have a question. Is Dojo dojo cat does she dress like a cat like is she into cats and does she,
2: is she into like karate is that why her name's like Doja or dojo I don't know a lot about her but I don't think that's how it is I think that's just like her name okay so she's not cat related okay. yeah I think so how about the singer Dua Lipa is that like her real name or
1: is that like a crazy rapper name kind of name that is a very good
2: question I don't
1: I think <laughs> that's like her crazy rapper name but okay yeah I don't know I don't know either So your guesses is good as mine (laughs) pretty much I know she's not from the United States so maybe it could be I guess like a foreign name but it also sounds like a made-up rapper name yeah of your generation and your friends who are the people that are like the big heartthrobs that are like on TV or musicians that you're like ooh,
2: swoon okay right now there's like a lot of people tom holland he's a huge one i don't really find him that tracking, is he like a marvel dude yeah he played spider-man he's a couple other things okay. but there's him okay also i'm blanking on the name right now i was obsessed with him for a little bit but how am i forgetting this okay so he played draco malfoy in harry potter
1: oh yes i sometimes look like him when i get out of the shower because uh-huh. <laughs> my yeah. hair is white blood
2: and it's like back. <laughs> yeah i had a little phase where i was like into him for a little bit but he's pretty big a lot of people personally I don't get this one at all but my best friend is completely obsessed with Noah Beck who's a sway boy um from TikTok but she is like fully in love with him (laughs) what is a sway boy I don't know what that is okay so on TikTok there's like the hype house and the sway house is just like groups of people who like they make videos together and stuff and he's part of a group of guys and they're called the sway boys
1: and how about girl heartthrobs what's the talk amongst your peers
2: i wouldn't know that much about that but i know oh my god i'm blanking on all the names right now there's this one girl if i remembered what her name was (laughs) she would be I think she's a singer and she's a popular TikToker. So
1: that's good. That, okay. I have a lot of questions about what I like to call the TikTok, which is TikTok. <laughs> I just joined. That's exactly what my dad calls it. He says TikTok <laughs> too. Because we're old. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> that's because we're old. This is what old people say. So I sort of have got Instagram down. Like, I understand how to get followers on Instagram and like how to tag things. Like, I get that. Like, I, I feel like I'm pretty good. On Instagram. Now, the Tic Tac, as I like to call it. So, I've made some videos on there which probably are horrible. I de- most definitely they're horrible because I'm like just trying try to do my best. But some of the videos have like, and I do like the hashtag thing, I do the whole thing. I try to look for hashtags that are ones that are getting like lots of views, you know, like cha- hashtag something challenge, whatever. But some videos have like thousands of views and then other videos have like three views. Like, how do you get people? I don't understand. Like, what's the algorithm or like, how do you get
2: people to see? See your TikToks. How does that work? Like, what are the tricks of TikTok? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't really know what the algorithm is, but it just has to be funny. And TikTok has to like think people are gonna like this, and they'll put it on a lot of people's for you pages. And if it gets more shares and comments and likes, then they'll put it on more people, and it'll spread and spread and spread. But if TikTok's like, oh, maybe this isn't so good, or maybe they're not a huge creator, they might have good stuff, but maybe not a lot of talent. They won't really spread it out to a lot of people, or it won't go on like anyone's for you page. So that's why some videos
1: how do you personally get people to see your stuff do you do a lot of hashtags do you like what do you do
2: um well mainly people will just be like they'll follow their friends and their friends will follow them back and that's mainly how you start like your following base and if you do get more and more followers you'll get more videos out there and some people it's just half the time it's just luck because like personally I don't really have stuff on the For you page but I do have one video that has over a hundred thousand views because it got on the For You page it has like 8 thousand likes or something that's like my only video that's ever
1: blown up. All I got to say is I don't have anything in my life that has been seen (laughs) many (laughs) times. And I work, this is like my job. Like I work hard to try to make content. But also I guess it makes sense because like all of your peers, I sound so old saying peers, all your peers are on these things all the time. My peers are not. My peers are like me. They're like Tic Tacs. They're delicious things to put in your mouth. Like we don't understand. So it's probably harder for me to gain any traction because people might age aren't doing it so I'm like trying to be cool to like people who are not my age which is the least cool thing yeah my mom kind of tries to do that it's not very successful but what do people your age like to watch I'll say tv internet film like what are like the things that you're like watching
2: oh okay there's like three ones that are kind of popular but a half people make fun of the people that watch them or it might be more Mm -hmm. than three I don't know there's Riverdale I tried it. I've heard of it. I think it's terrible, but people do like that show. Yeah, I'm not really into it, but like some people get huge over it. Then there's Grey's Anatomy. I haven't watched that one, but I know a lot of people like it. That's old school, man. Yeah, there's the Vampire Diaries. I did watch that one, and I've watched like all the sequels to that. Took me forever, but that's also kind of a big one. Outside of that, I'm not really sure like just marvel stuff and dc like the things that have kind of evolved from comics into tv shows and i know this isn't like a show but people will always be on tiktok like almost more Got it. than shows
1: this is this is the kind of information i need <laughs>
2: yeah so like what what do you kids do for fun oh geez video games that's what my yeah. friend group does all the time what are your like top video games oh well we play fortnite minecraft sometimes cod um, which is call of duty and sometimes we'll go to like random things like i remember there was one point where we play roblox because it was just really boring and stupid not boring but it was like fun and stupid and among us was big at one point so we did that too but those what we it did since some people do sports, like my entire friend group and me, we all swim. Doing sports is just fun for us and going to practice. If you have, like, if you're a baseball player or soccer, really, whatever, just hanging out at each other's houses, and we can't really do that, but outside's fine. But what will happen if you hang out? You will spend at least two hours sitting next to each other on your phone. Like, <laughs> that will happen. That's weird, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do that with Lee now. We'll sit on the couch and I'll be like watching a show and I'll be like texting him even though he's right next to me.
2: Yeah. So
1: side note, how has the pandemic been? Like, I feel like your generation is the ones that are like really affected because you guys are in school and your social life is so important. Like, how do you feel like real deal? How are you feeling inside about not seeing your friends and being in and out of school? And how does it feel? Like, explain it to me.
2: So personally, the pandemic... I mean, I don't love that people are dying and everything, but I love it for myself. I get to stay inside. I don't have to actually go into school. I can go on Zoom. We still have swim practice every day. Like, it hasn't changed. We just moved to a different location. And I call my friends every day, like actually every day. And we are always texting. So personally, for me, it has not been bad at all. But for other people, I know it's been kind of rough. But for me, I personally... Find it a okay, aside from the fact that people are sicker in hospitals and all that.
1: I also kind of like have enjoyed being home so much because I'm kind of a little bit of a homebody like that. So mm-hmm. I, I, I understand where you're coming from from that. What's cool to wear? Like you're wearing tie dye, I can see, but like yeah. tie dye, cool. Like, what are cool things for your kids? For your kids? For kids your age to wear?
2: <laughs> for my age, for girls, it's definitely the ripped jeans or ripped jeans shorts, stuff like that. Crop tops, anything in that area. And also, right now, ruffles are in, like kind of wavy ruffles on the edge of clothing. Okay, yeah, I hate it. <laughs> I would never wear. Yeah, something I'm not like a that. ruffles girl.
1: I think it's called like a flounce or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I
2: don't really know, but it's I hate it. <laughs> and baggy clothes, those are in tight clothes everything's in right now because tie-dye it's like kind of in, but kind of out at the same time. It's like going back and forth. Okay, so there's a big thing. Side part or middle part? I guess it just depends for everyone, because I honestly, I part my hair side and middle sometimes, so (laughs) I don't know. Because they say that that old people part their hair to
1: the side. That's what they say. Mm -hmm. say. Do you know what mom jeans are? Yes. What are they?
2: Well, aren't they kind of like not super tight, and they're kind of too big? Yeah, and they're high. Yeah, and they're like up there, but they're kind of like loose yeah. So, do you know who Chrissy Teigen is? No. Okay.
1: Do you know who Cat and Nat are? I don't think so. Can you name any of Tony Bennett's songs? Uh, no.
2: <laughs> I'm horrible with songs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can you name any characters from Party of Five?
2: No clue what that is. Uh, Backstreet Boys or sync. I don't know. Do you know who they are? I know who the Backstreet Boys are, but I don't know the other one. Uh, Nicole or Paris. Do you know who they are? No. <laughs> uh,
1: what's your favorite old movie? Does the
2: Godfather count as old?
1: Sure. I really like Godfather? Yeah. This is like a tricky question to ask, but um, I think it's a really important one to ask. So I'm going to do my best not to like sound like a weirdo mm-hmm. asking it. You know, my generation and your mom's generation, we grew up where kids who are non-binary or gay were... One, non-binary wasn't really a thing. Like, it wasn't really something that people talked about when, um, when we were growing up. And being gay, you know, your mom and I are artists. So, like, you know, we're very, very open to all sorts of different people and and um, sexuality stuff and gender stuff but in our generation like people really didn't like come out or say they were gay until like maybe college right usually and now like I have friends that live in New York who have kids and it's so normalized like sexuality stuff is really normalized like being heterosexual or homosexual or pansexual or whatever and also gender stuff like non-binary that kind of stuff that her kid who actually says that they're heteronormative, just meaning like they're straight and they identify as the same sex as they were born, she feels pressure to not be that. Like she feels like it's weird to be heteronormative. And so she's felt a lot of pressure from her peers to not be that way, which is like the opposite of the way it was when I was growing up. So one, I just, I don't know what the question is really, but how is it to be Alive and growing up in an age where kind of like um, gender and sexuality is like a, a more open conversation. Like how, like, just tell me a little bit about that. I guess the question, I guess it's like a kind of like a twofold question. One is, is there pressure to be different? Like, I feel like it's really cool to be different Um, when back in my day, like I was always different, but it wasn't cool to be different. Is it cool to be different? Do you feel pressure to be quote unquote different? And then I guess the other question is, can you speak to how it is with your peers around gender and sexuality
2: Mm -hmm. okay sorry that was a lot (laughs) (laughs) yeah I'm like probably gonna blank on some of it I'll forget that's okay I'll remind you so definitely, people are way more open about it. like I don't know if it's back then people just like some people just never ever came out and stuff like that, or if it's more people nowadays. But I know even at my school, like a lot of people have like they them pronouns or they're like bi or lesbian. I don't know. Actually, one of my friends is lesbian from my school. It's kind of like I've never really met anyone my age who's been like against that kind of like homophobic. I've never really met anyone like that who's like below like thirty or so. That's why I'm not really sure. Like. Like, how it is for them with our generation. But I do know my school is personally really open to it. I'm sure other schools aren't always as great as that. People aren't really pressured to be different. It's almost the opposite. People wait, are, That
1: might also be like a New York City... Like she goes to a very specific like artsy New York City school. So that might be like a city kid thing. That's why I was asking. Anyway, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, I'm yeah. rude.
2: <laughs> it's fine. I feel like people are still kind of pressured to be normal and like fit into the thing and like be like everyone else. It's just some people they know they're different and they don't care and they'll just do whatever because they're like, I don't really wanna fit in, it's fine. But some people are still pressured to fit in. I don't really know anyone who's been pressured to stand out or be different. I don't really know that, but. Like I have some people in my life that uh, identify as like they,
1: them. And for me, not that I wasn't accepting of it, it's just feels weird for me to say they because it feels, it feels cold. Like it just, the word they seems very cold to me. I've had to really learn that that's my own perception of that word and that just to get used to these kind of like different pronouns that we're using and the more that I use them the easier it is. obviously and the more people I know that identify that the easier it is but it's really been like a weird brain shift for me not in acceptance just in how I'm speaking
2: about it It, is it just second nature for kids your age I guess so I mean if we know someone's pronouns we usually do it's just we'll use them because that's just how it is I guess no one actually thinks it's weird or anything because actually one of the main student council people in our school actually uses they them so interesting is there
1: anything else that you want to tell the people of the world uh about your generation or anything uh, we hope to have you on again for for a similar segment but is there anything else you want to add I don't know maybe maybe not <laughs> I don't think so well thank you so much anonymous youth Mm -hmm. We so appreciate you for coming on. Yeah. Enjoy your life. Uh, (laughs) That sounded so mean. Enjoy (laughs) your life, man. I know. Thanks for helping the old people. Yeah, of course. Hashtag swag bag. Hashtag swag bag. So my hashtag swag bag is the book by Busy Phillips called This Will Only Hurt a Little. I was given this book from my sister a while back I kept bringing it on vacation or trying to read it but I have a kid and so it's impossible even to read on vacation so on this little trip I took with my friend I had three solid days without any children and I read that sucker I finished it and gave it to my friend because I was like you have to read this book it's so good it is like me and you and Valerie are just having a conversation that's what the book is it's it's so good. She talks dirt about celebrities and names names. She is completely unabashedly honest about her marriage and her issues. It's really a breath of fresh air. Here's the funny story. So forever I've seen her and I've been like, what is she famous for? I think it's Dawson's Creek or something. Freaks and geeks, being best friends with Michelle Williams. Right. But I was like, all I know is She always dresses like she put on all her favorite things without (laughs) really looking. I'm like, she's always wearing like some ditzy floral dress with like rainbow socks and like bright purple Mew Mew shoes and like 1300 necklaces. And a headband. She literally dresses like the way my toddler dresses. I'm into it. But I guess in my mind, I thought that she was like Wilson Phillips. She was one of the younger children of Michelle Phillips the from Mamas and the Papas. Sure. That's what I thought. Because I thought with a name like Busy, Crazy Hippie. And so one day, me and my sister, my sister's been obsessed with Busy Phillips forever. It's like her Drew. And I was like, well, the only reason why she can get away dressing like that is because, you know, she's like Wilson Phillips, like Michelle Phillips is her mom. So she has that like, you know, rock star vibe. And Gina starts laughing. She goes, no, she's not. And I was like, yes, she is. That's why she dresses like that. She's a rock star child and her name's Busy. And my sister goes, no, her mom's an art teacher and her dad's like a factory worker. And my mind for, for so long, I had evidently told this narrative to justify why she dresses like that in my mind. I thought the same Where thing. Really, she's just a chick. She's just a chick that like is eccentric and likes to. I, it's so funny that I thought that about her. I just made that shit up in my head and it became I real. thought the same thing until you told me it wasn't the case. Weird. Where did this come
0: from? It's kind of like a logical thought pattern based on everything you just said.
1: Mostly last name. That's like a very you know the whole Phillips family. There's a lot of them, but also her name's Elizabeth, and that she calls herself busy, which makes so much more sense. Does it? Now. She's just a regular girl, huh. Who's famous? Her love, best friendship with Michelle Williams is adorable. Yeah, I love that. But anyway, you got to read it. She dishes. Well, some really I would have
0: loved there. had you passed me the book after you finished it, but. Well, Valerie will give it back to me, and then I'll do oh, it Oh, Valerie has it. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Valerie, also I'll give it to you.
1: Busy Phillips, do the yeah. right thing. Reach out. We'd love to have you oh on my the God. show. Oh, my God. And for us to be on your show, Busy
0: Phillips is doing her best. And just be friends, honestly. Um, my hashtag swag bag is Anna Tato, I don't know if I'm butchering that, but A-N-N-A. Sounds like T-A-T-O. <laughs> Anna Tato Soap brow kit. Oh, I saw you post about yeah. that. Okay, so you guys know I have been on the pursuit of, I have these... Like old man Walter out brows that are like long and curly. They have a mind of their own. I've done the brow lamination, which was fine. It was okay. Uh, a lot of work when all I had to do was soap brows. It's a set of two brow styling soap boxes and the, you know, the spoolie things for nine ninety. Why two? Just that's... I don't know. Like it just comes in two. Oh, it's not like they do different No, things. it's just like two of them. And it's $10 on Amazon. It will give you, I mean, for me, Brooke Shields, I guess nowadays the kids like like Gigi Hadid's eyebrows. But it'll give you that eyebrow effect. It is the easiest thing in the world. It is waterproof. You could like do this before you go to the pool or the beach for the day and still have no other makeup on. It is so good. I am so, so, so happy about it. So basically. How hard is it to get off? You You just wash your face. And even if there's a little bit on there, it's not like it's dye or anything. It's just like holding your eyebrows in in place. So it's not a big deal if it stays on there. It's literally soap is the other thing. It's glycerin. Um, And it's a clear glycerin. I just want to clarify one thing for people who are pursuing soap brows. Because I posted about it on Instagram and someone was like, oh my God, I don't like it because it turned my eyebrows white. I used free hotel soap bars. And I was like, oh, this is not that. Like, I think you took it too literally. This is just a clear glycerin you wet the wand spoolie thing you get it well coated and then you brush up your eyebrows that's it I fill them in I do all
1: the other shit so it's like not actually soap they're just calling it I mean I think it is I think it's just glycerin right but without the other stuff and also probably back in the day of olden times they actually just did use I don't
0: know I don't is this something that existed for that long I I have no idea all I know is I started hearing about it it was like a tiktok influencery thing I decided to try it because it was so cheap and I am very happy about it so the link is in our bio We're also going to start TikToking our hashtag swag bags. With uh, Amazon finds and anything else that we think is applicable, so
1: make sure you're following us on TikTok at Mom Trash Podcast. Oh, wait a second! One of my favorite things about those soap brows is it looks like the tin that my favorite lip balm came in when I was a kid. Yes, and it's
2: so
0: cute and small and easy. There's like DIYs. I've seen DIYs for making it, which basically involve melting glycerin into a fucking pod. Yeah,
1: come on, it's nine. They have
0: other ones that they sell one, and it's like four bucks or something. Technically four fifty, right?
1: But this had. The best reviews. So I that's why I went with it. My new TikTok wormhole is vintage or thrifting oh, yeah. things. Like I sent you one about how to thrift. This guy who like thrifts for a profit and sells it on Etsy. People who specifically clean sneakers. Oh and the, shoes have you seen the Mexican guys? The Mexican guy who cleans sneakers who like is amazing. You no, know, I watched this woman. She used toothpaste on the insole, bleach, she used fabric cleaner. she used dishwashing oh, soap, she used on everything to make sneakers. It was amazing. She a friend of the podcast magic eraser. (laughs) It was like, and she got these shoes like they were never been worn. I'm just like, when you watch people do sculpty jewelry, this was me watching weird, like up thrifting things and fixing them up and selling them. I was like, uh, one woman made her whole retirement from selling books that she found at Goodwill on eBay. It's amazing.
0: Uh, The next time that the guy who does the sneakers comes up in the feed, I'm going to send it to you because he literally, (laughs) he like finds sneakers, like Nikes, like dunks and stuff he finds them he like Uses this special kind of cleaner on it. And then he like, you know how sneakers, like when they get worn in, they get that like fold at the toe. He like mm-hmm. does a special iron, like with a regular ass iron, does like this ironing technique to fix it. And they look brand spanking new. I am so into TikTok. I was swore I wasn't going to be this person. I could watch TikTok videos all fucking day long.
1: I don't actually understand how to search for things or like how you, how to find videos. I don't understand how to can, do it. You can, but I just
0: see, I just go through the feed and see like, like what comes up on our For You page. And I'm just like, oh. And then sometimes I go down deep dives. Anyway, we should have a whole other episode where we talk about TikToks because I have a lot of opinions. Okay, well guys, that was an amazing show. We love you all. Hey, if there's anything you want to see, hit us up, send us an email at momtrashpod at gmail.com or by C, I meant here on the show. And also for those of you who have already rate and reviewed our show, thank you so much. You can now go and do it again. And we would so appreciate it if you would. So rate, review, and make sure you hit that subscribe. We love
1: you. Also, Matthew, get out of my fucking Uber. (laughs)
0: Bye. Bye. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter.
1: We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at momtouragepod at gmail.com.
0: Follow us on Instagram at momtouragepodcast to hang out with us all week long.
1: We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is written and produced by Ashley Heron-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at Mama Drama Band or MamaDramaband.com.